the dog mind leader operates from an unconscious place. Dog mind leaders keep looking outside of themselves for the solution, when the problem to begin with is themselves. Your job is to rewire your brain with the power of your own mind. That's what neuroplasticity is all about. That's what the human experience is all about. To uncover and rediscover what we are. Human beings, feeling and thinking beings. And by doing so, creating our experience from a moment-to-moment basis. Expand your consciousness into a world where mindfulness meets neuroscience. My name is Fernanda Lind and I am your host. Hello, dear listeners. As always, I am honored and excited to have you here for another episode of the Wired to Win podcast. My intention is to bring you curated content where I've distilled decades of research and wisdom and packaged it in a hopefully relatable way um, through this podcast. And I'm not going to bore you with a lot of fluff or endless chatter to fill airspace. What I do instead, I want to go deep fast. I want to challenge you to rise to the level of this conversation. And today is no exception. And in this episode, I'm going to dive into the topic of leadership. Conscious leadership versus unconscious leadership and why it is everything. Why you, if you are in a leadership position or if you are an aspiring leader, why you must focus all of your attention on becoming a conscious leader and why that matters. Why, if you don't, if you keep operating from an unconscious place, you're hurting your results and slowing down the growth of not only your own evolution, but the growth of your team, of the company. And as always, a warning If you're easily triggered and you just hope for a pep talk or that I would teach you tactics on how to manage people and tell people what to do, then I'm inviting you to leave right now. This is not your podcast because I'm not a cheerleader. (laughs) So then you're in the wrong place. But if you are a leader or CEO or the owner of your own business, meaning you're an entrepreneur, or you are a high-achieving individual and you crave growth and you are on a quest to transcend your inner glass ceiling, if you are on a quest to perform at a higher level, if you are on a quest to lead with excellence, then hello, my friend, we got to talk. Okay, so let me dive in. What does it mean to be a conscious leader? And most importantly, why does it even matter? In order to explain and expand on that, because this is a huge topic, and today I'm not going to dive into the neuroscience behind it, but I'm going to share a metaphor that I heard for the first time from the Mind Body Awareness Project, who teach youth at risk. They teach them life skills and mindfulness. So here's the metaphor. I want you to imagine you have a dog in front of you and in your hand you have a big juicy bone. What do you think the dog is doing? The dog is fixated on the bone, right? If you're dangling a bone 
in front of a dog. The dog is going to follow that bone with kind of tunnel vision, right? Now picture that you throw the bone in the corner. What do you think the dog's doing? What do you think the dog is going to do? It's going to run after the bone, right? The dog can't see anything else. Every single time you throw a bone, it's going to run after it. It has no choice. Now I want you to imagine that you have a lion sitting in front of you and you have a big juicy bone in your hand. Now imagine the same scenario and you throw the bone in the corner. What do you think the lion is going to do? Now take a moment and think about this. What is the lion going to do? Well, the lion sees the bone. The lion looks at the bone. But then it will shift its attention right back at you. Because you're a bigger bag of bones. The lion doesn't follow bones. He sees the bone, sure. But he's got his eyes on the bigger prize, on the bigger picture. The lion has the ability to choose. He could run after every bone if he wanted to. But he can choose to stay and focus on you instead. And this metaphor is incredibly powerful because it shows you that you can have two states of mind, two states of consciousness. You can have a dog mind where you run after every single bone, or you can have a lion mind where you are grounded and calm and have your eyes on the bigger price. And this metaphor speaks to leadership in the biggest sense. It shows you who you are being as a leader. If you're a dog mind leader, which is an unconscious leader, and if we dive a little bit into neuroscience here, I can't help myself. It's my favorite, favorite topic ever. But the unconscious leader, when you're operating from the primitive lower part of your brain. And the distinction with that is if you're operating From a lion mind, you are a lion mind leader who is highly conscious. And what that means in neuroscience terms is you're operating from your higher self who is located in the prefrontal cortex, the more, the newer, more intelligent and executive part of the brain. So let's break this down a little bit more. The dog mind leader operates from an unconscious place from this primitive part of the brain. And let me expand a little bit here for context. So what are bones, first of all? What are we talking about here? Well, bones are inner or outer distraction that pulls you out of the goal, out of the bigger outcome that you're working towards, that pulls you away from being highly conscious. Bones can be thoughts, impulses, urges, images, or any outer distraction, emails, gossip, shiny objects, phone calls, anything that pops up in your feed, anything that grabs your attention in the moment and takes you off focus or off being present in the moment. And this is also worth touching upon what mindfulness is all about. And the dog mind leader is unconscious to all these bones and is constantly reacting to everything. They have a thought that pops up in their head and they engage with that and run after it. 
That can be a, a worry thought. Oh my God, what if we don't hit our targets? What if we don't have what it takes? It can be a thought that pops up in the, in the middle of a conversation and that takes you out of actively listening to someone else on your team or a client or a colleague or a loved one. And instead focuses on yourself. Oh, this reminds me of me and myself and I. Like, do you guys get what I'm saying here? A dog mind leader runs with every new impulse or thought that pops up in that pops up in their head. And what happens with dog mind leaders, the unconscious leader who is run being run by the primitive part of their brain, is that it snowballs into more, usually more overthinking, worrying. Suddenly they find themselves thinking that it's all going to go to hell. They start looking for who they can blame. They get into an argument with someone from their team and they take it out on them. They should have worked harder. Maybe I need to fire someone. Or they go into victimhood and feel powerless. Apathy kicks in. It shows up as procrastination. You see them disconnecting from their work. They seem disengaged in meetings, and when the team needs them to step up, they won't. They can't, because they are overwhelmed, and they are on the verge of burnout. A dog mind leader is unconscious to their inner world. So they might fight the external distractions, and probably have gone to time management and productivity workshops, like they have done a bunch of leadership trainings on how to manage people, what to say, what to do. They have also learned all these tactics and, and strategies, for example, learning how to turn off their phones, time block their calendars. They have these tactics on, on how to control and micromanage their people. But on the inside, they, ha they have no skill sets at all. They lack the inner awareness. They lack awareness or, or insight into how their brains are operating. And their inner bones are pulling them into a hellhole of mediocrity, average results, of apathy, inaction, procrastination, playing small, holding back, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy just spirals down and can end in burnout and depression. And they can't get out of their own way. They are being held back by their primitive part of their brain, that dog mind. And they keep perpetuating the same patterns again and again. And surprised usually that no matter what they do, they can't get ahead. They're still not feeling fulfilled or at peace. There's always some kind of war going on within them. Some might have a tiny bit of awareness and feel that they are being held back by something, but they don't know what it is and they are unconscious as to, to what that might be and don't know how to get to the next level or transcend themselves or achieve the success they desire. And they try more seminars on leadership, maybe even mindfulness, because they've read somewhere that it's the new hype. So they go to some kind of a conference with some boring person that tells them just to breathe deeply and be present in the moment. But breathing and being present 
is something that just doesn't feel or seem very helpful, helpful or will get results fast. It doesn't seem like it's something that help with profits or the bottom line. Like how on earth is just breathing and being in the moment going to help with our team being more productive and rising to the next level? So their level of awareness is pretty low, I'd say. And they just can't see any benefit of all of this spiritual nonsense. Stop all of this woo-woo stuff, right? I remember <laughs> when I was working in the corporate world, you could see these leaders even making jokes about the spiritual scene and using you know, mantras and crystals and all this positive thinking and, and incense and laugh at how ridiculous it is. But here's the sad part to all of that, that the joke's on them. Because there's more and more scientific evidence and a growing body of research proving and showing that being present, being present in the moment, a higher consciousness, that your state of mind, meaning operating from your lion mind, from your prefrontal cortex, is actually the one thing that will create better results. But let's back up a bit here. The dog mind leader reacts to everything. And that is the biggest problem. Any new impulse inside of them triggers an emotion. You see them lacking patience and they get angry and frustrated. They bite easily. When they feel threatened, and especially, and, and they feel threatened often, that primitive part of their brain is triggered easily and feels threat. And they never ask for feedback. As being vulnerable, threaten them even more, terrifies them. They can't handle criticism. They cannot be wrong. And they are operating out of this fear is a sign that you're in a dog mind state. It's a sign of a dog mind leader. The fear can be disguised and they can look confident on the outside, but on the inside they are being invaded with insecure thinking like, what if I'm not good enough? What if something is wrong with me? What if people will reject me? What if I fail? So they overcompensate, overwork, overplease, or get stuck in power plays trying to protect their position. And yeah, we've all worked with those leaders and we all know how devastating that can be for a team's performance. The dog mind leader is controlling and watches people constantly. Maybe even going to your emails, managing your calendar, is suspicious all the time. And they want to make sure you are getting into work early, as early as possible, and that you are the last one to leave. And they measure their team's performance by the hours they worked, and they lack awareness that the quality of their work might not be the best. They also lack awareness why the team is not performing at the level they want. You might find them complaining to others that their team is slacking, they seem disengaged, and they blame it on them, maybe on their personalities. Their premise is that something is wrong with these people. How can they be motivated, they ask themselves. And here's where some go into trying to find external solutions to this problem. 
They throw big bonuses and money as an incentive to get them excited and wanting to perform better. Maybe they throw in a threat, like if you don't hit these numbers, I'm going to let you go. So welcome to dog mind leadership. And here's the thing. Dog mind leaders keep looking outside of themselves for the solution when the problem to begin with is themselves, is their brain, their primitive part of their brains. And take a moment here and reflect. If you are a leader or if you have a boss, a supervisor, can you recognize the dog mind in action? Where can you see it being played out? Where do you notice when you are reacting from a dog state of mind? Where do you disconnect and lose your attention? Where are you micromanaging others? Where are you overworking? Where are you overpleasing and losing yourself in the process? Where are you falling for your own insecure thoughts? And by doing so, behaving in a way that is shutting your team down and the people around you. Now, let's talk about the lion mind leadership instead and what it means to be operating from the highest level when we are operating from our prefrontal cortex. When you are fully conscious around what goes on in your internal world, when you have mastered your inner universe and you're making decisions that are powerful, transformative, and changing the, changing the trajectory of your performance. When you have the ability to respond with elegance instead of reacting from an irrational and fearful and crippling emotion. That's when you become a leader worth following. Let me ask you, do you want people to follow you because they have to? Or do you want people to follow you because you bring out the best in them? Because they feel safe around you. They feel safe to be their authentic selves because they trust where you are leading them. And they feel safe to be themselves around you. A dog mind leader makes everyone feel unsafe and threatened, which is what keeps everyone playing small, holding back, stuck in indecision, worried about making a mistake or doing the wrong thing. It keeps people complacent and guarded. It kills creative thinking and it kills disruptive thinking. And in business, disruptive thinking is your lifeblood. The last thing you want is stagnant thinking. And that is the one thing that will make or break a business. Lion mind leadership is grounded in confidence and peace. And here's an invitation to speak up and disrupt the status quo. There's no threat in disrupting, in questioning old ideas. On the contrary, everyone is invited to play full out. And the Lion Mind leader understands this, is operating from the highest place where non-judgment resides. Non-judgment, and here we're touching upon mindfulness as well. But non-judgment on themselves, not judging themselves or their inner reactions and thoughts, and not judging their teams either. 
because they have a deep understanding of how the brain works. They understand how humans work, what it is that is holding them back and why, what makes them tick, what it means when they are feeling unsafe and threatened and the consequences that it has to be operating from a dog mind. They understand when their creative, where their creativity comes from. And they know how to draw out the best from their people. They know how to bring out the best in their team. And they are unafraid. Fearless leadership, compassion at the forefront, leading from this higher consciousness. Lion Mind leaders makes us feel safe. They make us want to follow them because we see that the payoff of working for them is beyond money. It's about realizing our full potential. We can sense that in this place, I get to go from just good and operating from my dog mind, constantly guarded and in in a scared place, stepping into greatness instead. I have a place where I can reach my full potential and express myself fully. And that, my friends, is priceless. And it's a win-win situation too, because you get highly fulfilled people on your team. Plus, you have them operating in their zone of genius, which will create bigger and better results. And this is a huge topic. I know I'm barely scratching the surface here, but I'm deeply passionate about this. Operating from your dog mind is devastating. Lacking awareness is devastating. I've worked in so many environments where you can see the dog mind in action and how it ruins any chances for growth year in and year out. The same person leading from a dog mind, creating the same mediocre results and not understanding why hustling and working harder didn't yield better results. And I've seen people get fired, going to a new job, getting fired again, and still never questioning why. Blaming the economy instead. Blaming the workplace or something on their outside. When all this time they simply have been operating from an unconscious state. From their primitive part of their brain. And this is another topic that we're going to dive into going forward. But this is where the awakening needs to happen This is where the intervention has to happen on a global scale because this is an epidemic and the change must start with you, with each and every one of us. It starts with us, one consciousness at a time, one dog mind at a time. I know This was a taste of a big, big topic, and I did not dive in deeper into the neuroscience behind this, but I want to just kind of recap a little bit of what we talked about today. That first, there are two states of mind, the dog mind and the lion mind. One is the unconscious one, triggered easily, driving you to react. It's unaware, and that has devastating consequences for yourself and for a team's performance. And it is what can make or break a business. And then there is the conscious way of leading, where you are accessing your prefrontal cortex, a higher level of consciousness, leading from awareness, which creates trust, 
a sense of safety and allows for people to express their authentic selves fully and performing from their highest level. And this is how you bring out the best in yourself and in your team. And if you want to dive deeper into this, uh, just check out my free masterclass at fernandalind.com. And in there, I also talk about more the neuroscience aspect behind this and how your brain is actually operating from either a dog mind or lion mind in more neuroscience terms. So we're talking about the primitive part of the brain, how we are hardwired to be stuck in our own under our own limitations and we're also dive deeper into the prefrontal cortex the executive part of the brain and how to rewire your brain so that you can operate from a lion mind and it is a huge topic it is something that i'm fiercely passionate about a topic that is highly relevant in these times where high achieving individuals who have accomplished so much in their lives extraordinary careers all the degrees They've even climbed the corporate ladder and have a seat at the table. They've built businesses while raising kids and they still fall apart. They still break down and burn out because they are operating from a dog mind, from survival mode. And that has detrimental consequences for their mental health, their physical health, and all to talk about their relationships, how it affects families how it affects their financial health, and at the end, their happiness, their joy, and fulfillment. And I'm going to be talking more and more about this topic, and I am on a mission to liberate people from this prison of dog mind and helping them step into their lion mind so that they can reclaim their inner power, their voice, their authentic selves, and get to live life on their own terms. All right, my friends, as always, wherever you are in the world, I wish you a wonderful day or evening. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Wired to Win podcast with me, Fernanda Lind. For more episodes, show notes, links, and ways to subscribe to the show, go to fernandalind.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go to get your podcasts to help others find the show.